0: Welcome to Earth's Mightiest Weirdos. It's the four main weirdos for the first time since like WandaVision episode (laughs) seven or something like that. Like, (laughs) welcome back. We've got Marky Mark from United We Fan up above me, my co-host over at United We Fan. Over in the top right corner, we have the man, the myth, the legend of this is life, Mark Valentine. Yeah, yeah. And then welcoming back to the show after a few weeks off is the Wolf of Main Street. Welcome back, Wolf. Hey, it is good to be here. I'm excited to talk some villains. Excited to
1: share my thoughts and uh, hang out with you weirdos again. Always a lot of fun.
0: Hi, Kate. Hi, hey, Hi, Katie. Sarah's here as well. Thanks for coming. Frankie's here. Frankie's Ooh. always here. We love Frankie. Justin Die is here as well. Yeah. Check out Justin Die anywhere you can check out your music. He's got He's a got lot it. of good stuff. He did our theme song for Earth's Mightiest Weirdos.
2: He's got a new album out. It's pretty hot. Check it out.
0: All the Anthony's here. He tells me to open my mail. I uh, I don't know if I dare. Um, all right, guys. We are going to get started discussing Earth's Mightiest Weirdos. We're talking MCU villains tonight. And... Assemble.
3: <laughs> there we go. <laughs> So
1: we're I feel gonna like get I'm started. I'm the only Thor. I've got the beard. We really don't want the beard here. Yeah, yeah, that's nice. There you go. Whew, thank goodness.
0: So we're gonna get started, Marky Mark. We're gonna start up in the top with you because when this topic was proposed to the weirdos, I said that the MCU builds greater villains than anybody has, and nobody can measure up to that. And you wanted to have that debate, so let's spend yeah those three are-
2: minutes talking about that. can't we just stay on topic i still mcu isn't the definitive villain maker like i just i don't know when you said it i was just like oh my god another fanboy saying that marvel everything they do is perfect i think i just went in defensive mode i didn't say it was perfect
0: i said it's the most perfect thing that we have
2: well i mean you're not wrong star wars kind of tarnished vader um Whoa!
0: Whoa! Whoa! Wait, whoa! 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 Yeah, i mean, he's I'm not wrong.
2: Little Anakin whiny. <laughs> why? Listen, why do, why do we have to start this with like like a hit below the belt right now? Wow. Okay. <laughs> um, let's see. So there's that. You know, Darth Maul. Um, they wasted him, but then they brought him back with Clone Wars. So Darth Maul they saved. So Star Wars kind of had up and down. Palpatine they kind of ruined. Um, with a. Not well thought out, um, sequel trilogy. What do you so, mean? Somehow Palpatine returned. That's good enough ooh. for me. I mean, oh okay. <laughs> um, let's see, Indiana Jones. Um, I love Indy, but you know what? Indy's still pretty up there. Okay. So let me
0: let me backtrack. When I okay. say nobody else can create villains like the MCU, that's a direct shot at. DC
2: Comics. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, you're not wrong. I mean, here's the thing. DC, Ooh. and I, I know I'm going to get shots fired at this. Are we talking about DC Films, or where do you want me to go with this? Yes. DC Films. DC Films. Jack Nicholson's Joker, Top of the Line, Heath Ledger's Joker, Jared Leto's Joker did not work. Um, I think Batman Returns is hugely underrated. I think Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman, Dane DeVito's Penguin are both very underrated. Jim Carrey's Riddler, I I know it's not like comic book Riddler, but man, he was a lot of fun. Uh, Tyling Jones is Two Face, no. Mister um, <laughs> Freeze, chill. <laughs> no, he's not. Is- Um I you know, and even Christopher Nolan's Raz um, Razal Ghul, I thought was pretty good, but you know, not the fullest. Um, I already went over Heath Ledger, and even Scarecrow. Scarecrow's good, but Bane, I think. Man, I'm really surprised how highly people think of The Dark Knight Rises, but Bane, I think... If you want to hear
0: more about that, check out United We Fan, The Dark Knight Trilogy.
2: Yes. Oh, good plug. Um, Bane, I think that was a problem of the untimely death of Heath Ledger and Christopher Nolan not really knowing how to end that third act. So DC, and and, you know, I love Zod. I love Zod in Superman 2. I love him in Man of Steel, but kneel um, before Zod? Huh?
3: Question. Will you kneel before Zod?
2: <laughs> Man, if Terrence stamp showed up, I would have to I would kneel in a second. I just
0: Justin says release the Schumacher cut of Batman forever. Oh boy. I'd watch it. I'd <laughs> I would watch, watch, watch it. it too. I'd watch it.
2: Um no, like I guess my thing is I when you go back and look at the Marvel villains, they openly admitted that they were just evil versions of their character, like Red Skull just the evil version of super soldier cap um, yellow jacket, just the evil version of Ant-Man, but a different, um, well, they're not an insect. And so, anyways. Yeah. But um, I, so the villains weren't as strong as maybe people remember, but here's the thing, the That's ones funny. that are strong over, like help you forget about those weaker ones. So that so much that you go, man, the Marvel villains are great. Oh yeah, they have that guy, but who cares? Thanos is awesome. Ego is awesome. So, right. I wanted to give you a
0: chance to talk DC villains. That was that was well worth it. But here I, are the smytiest weirdos in MCU yeah. podcast.
2: It, long That's story short. We're gonna get. Batman Returns is underrated and is There's the also, best of those four Batman movies.
3: I know you're also you're also invoking stuff that was that was pre-DCEU or whatever yes. it is because it's not it's not happening. DC mm-hmm ain't happening is what they
2: should know that's just it. wonder woman's villains have been very weak um aquaman's villain is just you know the angry stepbrother uh, like the dc oh, I, thought, I thought Mira was the uh the villain oh like, can we Ooh. not please no please arguments no. here okay <laughs> dark side though um i was i was all for dark side interesting
0: yeah, even what my is my favorite DCEU film is Shazam. Like, I feel like the 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 gargoyles or whatever kind of missed the mark for me. They're they just were just an odd spot. They were just an odd spot of that film. Yes. But let's get into the MCU while we're talking yeah. best of the best. Let's get started right off of the top what? with our Mount Rushmore of MCU villains. Yeah. Ethan, are you ready to go with your Mount Rushmore of MCU villains?
1: I am, and I do have an honorable mention as well, so I have five. I'm not sure which one's going to get the honorable mention at the moment. However, I'm going to start off with Killmonger. Um, he was probably one of my favorite villains. I actually watched Black Panther again on my way down to Florida on this most recent trip, and he was legit a legitimate contender. He was also someone that you could genuinely sort of root for, and I like that about this particular um you know, because he had a point. He was—he had a point to actually stand up and be, you know, sort of the bad guy within this situation. Um, I'm also gonna choose uh, Hela, which is Thor's sister. I thought she was a great uh, villain. Uh, I'm also gonna choose Loki because I think his character development throughout all of his films was absolutely phenomenal. He was a, a villain that you started to really care about the moment when. Thor asked to see the real him when his mother dies. That's That was really interesting uh, point. And then I think the, the logical answer right here is is normally for most, I think, going to be Thanos. However, I'm going to shift away and have Thanos be my honorable mention, and I'm going to go with Agatha from WandaVision. Nice. Wow. Her yeah, buddy. And it was Agatha
0: all along. Look at yeah. that. It was.
1: <laughs> it was Agatha all along. So really liked her character, really liked um, –
3: what she brought to the table. And my cat wants to say, hello. Aww. Hello cat.
2: <laughs>
3: We've a giant cat attack.
2: It's it. not a cat. That's we right. all know what it is. We've so we
0: had, Killmonger. we had Hella Killmonger, Agatha, Thanos was the honorable mention. And the fourth one was Loki. Loki. Yep. Perfect. Yep. All right. Perfect. Mark Valentine.
3: All right. So uh, this, this was not easy. I think this was the hardest exercise of the entire night for me. Like we have other categories and whatnot, uh, so my Mount Rushmore of villains, uh, Ethan and I are going to share Hela. Kate uh, Blanchett was awesome in that role. I kind of felt bad, or, or I'm assuming that she's dead. <laughs> I'm assuming <laughs> that she, that she yeah. got
0: killed. The took her down, yeah.
3: Yeah, I, I'm assuming that that's, that's a done deal, which is a shame because I would have liked to have seen Hella make a return somewhere in the future. I think she's she was that good. She was like, in my opinion, one of the best villains that you didn't have to see her for a long time. I don't know what it was. It was the way she was written. So props to props to Taika Waititi for for the direction that he gave her, because the little bit of screen time that she had, she was spot on. She was evil. She uh, she ate up the scenery. She was so good. She was so good. Uh, So she's kind of right there at the top for me. Uh, Loki, Tom Hiddleston's Loki is my heart. I love Loki. I am so. Do you need psyched. to leave
0: the room, or
3: yeah, I'm. I am so psyched <laughs> for, for Loki. I love the way he plays it. I love the development of Loki in Ragnarok. Ragnarok is again. We've said this before. Ragnarok is one of my favorite movies. So two of the four are are coming from that. Uh, number three has to go. Uh, Ethan gave him the honorable mention, but I'm actually going to put him in there. Thanos. Josh Brolin was awesome as Thanos, the Mad Titan. We. It's it's rare when a Character is teased that much for that many movies, and then lives up and exceeds the hype. Like Thanos was hyped up, and you just imagine what that what could have happened. It could have flopped. I mean, people could have said, "Dude, we were building up for this big bad, and it just didn't it didn't meet our expectations." Not only did he meet our expectations, he exceeded it. And then last, uh, not necessarily a bad guy, but he was a bad guy, was Sebastian Stay.
0: Oh, you took the out. Oh, wow. you, you went Winter Soldier. Soldier. Oh, Dude, all right. I'll villain. take it. I'll take it. I'll take as far it. Why you it. didn't
2: go Iron Man from Civil War? Tell
3: <laughs> me. Oh, come on, tell me that. Tell me that that is he is a great bad guy.
0: No, I I don't disagree. I, I do not disagree. It's, if it's if not we're going to count answer. Loki as a villain, like I think the Winter Soldier
2: qualifies. So, you know, Loki I'll is true. a villain?
3: Oh, I listen the Winter Soldier. Like even, even in civil war, he's not, he's not good. Like he's not a good guy. I mean, he still struggles. It's not until this series when we really saw that healing process and him and Wakanda, like finally shedding the winter soldier mantle until then, that code was still there. It was still in his brain. Yeah. So Yeah. yeah, no, that's fair. Bad guy.
0: Well, and we saw it. Yeah. And that was, that was looking back on the Falcon and winter soldier, that scene with him and IO when he learns that it's actually out of his brain, that's my favorite scene from that from that entire series. Yeah. Mark, Marky, Mark, your Mount Rushmore of MCU villains.
2: Um, I mean, easy answers for me. I'll get the three easy ones out of the way: Thanos, Loki, Killmonger. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know how you couldn't say those. I know. Um, I feel like they're just easy answers. And then for me, it came down to I actually really like. Ego popped up in there, um, man. I thought he was such a jerk. And then even Mysterio, I thought about for a good second there. Nice. Uh, yeah. um, and then it, it Zemo. Hey, hey, Zemo popped up in there. I thought you know, just like Killmonger, Zemo's thing is when you can, I don't want to say relate, but you can understand and kind of get their side. You're like. I, I feel like that just takes the villain to another level. Um, Agatha is brilliant. I mean, everyone's like really talking about her when they talk about WandaVision. Like I feel like most people's first thing is Agatha all along. Mm-hmm. So, but, um, you know, what? I'll give, I'll go Hela. I, I thought her character was amazing. I'm not just saying that cause Kate Blanchett is, is a huge celebrity crush of mine, but, um, yeah, Lord, of, v- Lord v- of
0: the Lord of the Rings Kate Blanchett or like Aviator Kate Blanchett like Audrey Hepburn style? Um
2: Indiana Jones in the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. I knew, that, that, <laughs> that, I knew that. Maybe Elizabeth with the um, white paint in the Victorian era. Um,
0: so anyway, uh, <laughs> if you saw in the comments just a little bit ago, Maya Kane um, is here and Maya will be happy to hear that Killmonger absolutely makes my Mount Rushmore of MCU oh, villains. If you want to hear Maya talk about Killmonger and the movie Black Panther, that United was, We Fan, we did a Black yeah. Cinema episode. Maya yeah, was our right. guest on yeah. that episode. That, was, really an
3: awesome episode,
2: that was an awesome episode, guys. Maya,
3: same Maya. Maya, you were awesome they, on that episode. Yes. Maya
2: made that episode like beyond just an average United We Fan episode. So thank you, Maya.
0: Yeah, so Killmonger absolutely makes my... Oh,
2: Life Aquatic, Justin, yes. Yeah, Justin,
3: Justin <laughs> in the comments, is casting a vote for the Life Aquatic, Caitlin. <laughs> I love
2: that. I understand what you're saying, but I think you misjudged the guy.
0: <laughs> um, Thanos. Thanos is this generation's Darth Vader. He is the most cinematic villain of our time, without any question to me. Um, Thanos is who Darth Vader was to, like, me as a kid for my kids um i'm i'm really surprised everybody here has hella i actually have her written down as underrated um i'm not gonna count hella um only because you guys all did a great job i want to include um vulture from adrian tombs from spider-man homecoming and we're gonna talk we're going to talk more about him later on for for some of our stuff. I really really like. See, I had him for like possibly underrated, so I'm glad you brought him up. He's he's great. Anthony's giving Maya crap about getting her own podcast, so um, um, just as long as we don't have her have Anthony visit United we fan, then we're doing okay. Maya, do, um, you
3: want, do you want to come and hang out with the weirdos one Monday night? Like, we would love to have you on to talk Marvel with us.
0: Yeah, let us know, Maya. Absolutely. Let us know. Yeah. So I've got Thanos, I've got Killmonger, I've got Adrian Tombs. and for my fourth choice, I'm actually going to throw it all the way back to, sorry, I lost my train of thought, to Captain America, the uh, winner, or excuse me, Captain America, the first Avenger, and the Red Skull.
2: Whoa. So um, so I, Hugo
0: Weaving in that role was, was amazing. I really, I don't. And I've said this on United We Fan, Mark gets mad at me every time. The the red Crayola crayon skull doesn't always work for me every time in that film, but Hugo Weaving in that role. And then I geeked out more than anything when Ross Marquand reappeared in Infinity War and we got to know what happened to the Red Skull. I thought that was amazing. I really enjoyed his reemergence um, in about, MCU. Uh, Hugo
3: for like 30 seconds. He's just a great villain, period. Like he's yeah. amazing in the Matrix trilogy as well.
2: And check out Ross Marklin on uh, Blockbuster Season 2 playing James Cameron. (laughs) Fun fact.
3: Awesome. Perfect. I don't don't hate it, as I said.
0: Everybody in the comments, let us know who we missed in our Mount Rushmores. We are going to have a lot of other ones come up. But let's move right into our next topic, which is the most overrated villain in the MCU. We're going to go in the other direction. We're going to start with Marky Mark. I know he's got an answer immediately. So Marky Mark, most overrated
2: villain in the MCU. Brian, I think you even know who I'm going to say. I feel like.
0: I have a feeling I it can go two ways here. And I don't I'm see interested. That,
2: I think you need to click your pen and think I have a theory.
0: I think your most overrated is going to end up on my most underrated, but go ahead.
2: Oh, okay. Um, I'm going to go for most overrated. Um, Carly Morgenthau, the leader of the Black Smashers. Okay.
0: No, that is not where I thought you were going at all. Oh,
2: I didn't think you okay. were going there.
0: She's not on my most underrated. I,
2: my. I I, think she was poorly written, and that's why she's overrated is because people tried to make it a big deal, and I'm like, I don't think she was written that strongly.
0: We've <laughs> covered that. <Yeah>. Mark Valentine. <laughs> yeah.
2: All right,
3: so I, I didn't know how to t- So let me just say, I didn't know how to take this. If by, over, if by overrated... I don't, let me just say, all right, so Whiplash from Iron Man 2, who was played by Mickey Rourke, uh, Whiplash, I think, I think he disappointed, he's a classic Iron Man villain, which is why he was there, so he was from the books in 1968, he is a, he's a rival of, of Tony Stark's, he's a rival of Iron Man, so you had to have Whiplash, the problem was, you choose a great actor to play him, and then they, they, the, the film itself, it just didn't know where they were gonna go, and then you cast, Two amazing actors as the villains, and neither one of them really got their due in that film. You get Justin Hammer, and you get Mick, and, and you get Whiplash. And oh, neither, Brian! <laughs> neither one of them came to the front. What do you mean he didn't get his due? Justin Hammer is amazing. Justin Hammer yeah. on his own would have been a great. You didn't need. He didn't need to split time with Whiplash in that movie.
2: I think he needed him. He doesn't get his hands dirty in that movie. He needed Whiplash to get dirty. So.
3: He Listen,
2: he flies in the gelato from San Francisco. He does. Yeah. And the parrot, that's not the, my bird. <laughs> <laughs> I just well, I like the I like the give and take between
3: the two of them. It was really funny, especially when Justin's like, <laughs> "But I
0: don't I don't, hey, I
3: don't You
2: stepped speak. on the sound, man." Oh.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I don't speak
2: Russian. But I don't think Whiplash is overrated because I feel like everybody just takes a dump on Whiplash and Iron Man 2. So I, I don't I don't know if it'd be overrated.
3: Well that's that's why I had a conflict with it.
2: Right? Oh, okay. Most
3: people would say no, he's he's actually rated exactly where he needs to be because he's crappy. But I, I think he's in that regard, I that's how I took the story take. that it.
0: scene in that scene in Monaco, like when Tony's in the car and stuff, that yeah. seems amazing. Yeah, like yep.
3: we did more of the, We didn't get get enough from it that's right. fair
0: that's fair
2: but also ethan, mickey rourke didn't really have fun making that movie
3: no he did not
2: <laughs> he didn't, he sure. didn't look he like didn't. he had fun yeah, <laughs> right. he didn't
3: look like he had any fun yeah even if he didn't die and, and self-destruct himself at the end mickey Rourke was like oh i'm not coming back
0: Mm-mm.
3: i'm not coming back
0: ethan how about you most overrated villain
1: all right so i'm i'm probably going to be on the side of like shock and awe because i just didn't get a feeling from this particular villain that I feel like everybody else did. I feel like a lot of people think he's coming back in the future, which is very possible just based off of you know the way that the MCU seems to be going, but Dormammu from Dr. Strange, I didn't care for him. I didn't think he was that overly powerful. I didn't get that feeling at least um, kind of came in at the end, just negotiated a good deal with Dr. Strange and was on his way. So I just didn't really care Man, I'm,
2: sorry Amanda's
0: picking a fight with Brian and I. She is. Yeah, Amanda is picking a fight calling Justin Hammer overrated. We're going to talk more about Justin Hammer shortly. Oh, um the Mandarin. Uh, Ethan, Ethan, I'm I'm completely with you. Um we're going to talk about um most forgettable later on, but for yeah. me it's Ka- it's Kaisilius and and Dormammu. Um Aww. the only the only villain that I remember from Doctor Strange for the most part is Mordo and he's not even really revealed as a villain until the post credit scene. Um he's the most memorable for sure, Kyllius um and he's played by um Mads Mikkelsen Matt. or Mads Mikkelsen, right? Yeah. So yep. um I, I don't know. Like maybe it was just that time when Mads Mikkelsen was in like everything when I turned around and I remember him a lot more from Rogue One than I do Doctor Strange. Um but I just <laughs> Rob overrated um <laughs> Is 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 going? I'm I'm with you, Dormammu, and because Dormammu is destroyer of worlds, man, like he should have been more. Part of it is yeah. how he's how he's visually portrayed. It's hard to really but, consider him a villain.
3: But Ethan's got a great. Ethan has a really great point. Like, dude, I, I I totally agree with what Ethan is saying. But that movie was more about Doctor Strange's journey than it was about the villains. The villains. Yes. Were, the yeah. villains were never intended to be the real threat to that movie. Doctor Strange was the was the real villain of that movie. He was his own worst enemy, that he had to wow, shed. That's he had to I, shed that look, earth coil in yeah. order to become the Sorcerer Supreme. And Dormammu was Dormammu and Mads Mickelson, I can't. I don't. He's forgettable. I do not even remember.
2: Yeah. I, I mean, look, silly. guys. I've come to bargain, and I'm here to say that I. Dharmamu, like I don't think he's overrated, just because no one's out there going, "Oh my God, he's the best villain there is." And then I, I actually had um, uh, Mads Mikkelsen. What, what, yeah, yeah, Mads. yeah, yeah. I Not actually Lars had Mads. He's he's on my like list of possible underrated. So I'm over here like, what did I get a different like take on this? So Oscar nominee guy, but yeah. God, I love that.
3: David, David Diggs, Diggs as Dr. Silly. Facilier would be the best pick. we're having,
2: Ooh, we're having that a, would be a good, dark off-topic. take on that character.
3: Yeah, we're having a really <laughs> amazing off-topic conversation about uh, who should play Dr. Facilier. Uh, James said that it should be Anthony Mackie would be a great Dr. Facilier and like, if a, it a, a mm. were a live action. And then the comments just continued to develop. But mm. my David Diggs, which I don't hate that. That's amazing.
0: David Diggs... I I, dude, I can wait. I can wait for any live action remake of any Disney film, but especially that one. Whoa. I do not like Princess and the Frog.
2: Brian, get over Splash Mountain. Move on. It's not has nothing to do with that.
0: Okay, <laughs> moving on. When we're talking overrated, let's talk underrated. And I will start us. I've got two that I want to talk about, and I and I will talk about them until you guys tell me to stop talking about them. The first and foremost, Mark, get the stop button ready. I'm getting the, I'm getting the music to play them off. Okay. Okay. Is Justin Hammer. Justin hammer and his dance moves on stage, Justin hammer, when he's in the bar and Tony and pepper sit down and he leans over from the bar to say, hello. And Anthony, is that you like, just after he gets <laughs> you know, he done talking to Anthony. Elon Musk? Oh, oh, dude. <laughs> Everything about Justin hammer is amazing. And I want him to come back in the dark Avengers or the thunderbolts or whatever we've got going on. I hope that that happens. And number two, You know, you guys know I was gonna go this way. Trevor Slattery, the fake Mandarin from Iron Man 3, he is amazing. I love his character so much. Where he comes out of the bathroom and the girls are in the bed and they're like, Why didn't you push the panic bucket? Well, I panicked, but then I handled it. Just everything about Trevor Slattery and the fact that he's just a gigantic moron. Oh, Trevor Slattery just faking being the Mandarin. And don't forget that the real Mandarin is in Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. So who knows? But Mm. like Trevor Slattery, hands down, my favorite villain, even if you can call him a villain because he's just an idiot. And I love Trevor Slattery. Ethan, most underrated villain in the MCU for you.
1: So I'm going to be honest, you stole mine. Sam Rockwell as Justin Hammer. Um, I mean, I, I actually, I think Sam Rockwell is probably one of my favorite actors he incorporates the fact that he enjoys dancing and and loves doing it. He in, incorporates that in almost every um, I can recall from Charlie's Angels. He was a he was a bad guy in that one too, and this and that. And since then, Sam Rockwell has always been one of my favorite actors. An actor. And uh, yeah, Justin <laughs> Justin Hammer is definitely um, up there in terms of an underrated villain because I think and I think you know we sort of touched on it too, but I I think Justin Hammer could have been a standalone villain you know, going up against the rest of the team there that, that,
0: um, yeah. Justin Dye just brought up in the comments, Ebony ma. That's a great one. He's the standout of the children of Thanos, the black order. Ebony Ma's a a really good side villain as well. I agree with that. Mark Valentine, underrated villain.
3: So the under most underrated villain for me, and I want to get more of him. We've gotten him in two movies now, and it was not enough. Ronan, the accuser, Is an amazing villain played by the incomparable Lee Pace. Uh, We get to see him in Guardians of the Galaxy. And then we get to see a younger version of Ronan in Captain Marvel. I love the way he played that religious zealot character. And he's just the way he is just hell bent on destroying Xandar. And the like, he's so over the top, but it's a believable over the top for him in Guardians of the Galaxy. And he's perhaps the only villain in history to suffer a defeat. Due to a dance off, which is pretty amazing. <laughs> I'm distracting you, you big turd blossom. Yeah, his demise also gives us like that amazing line when he's like, "Oh, it's like you said it yourself, bitch." We're the Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy. Whoa! And they just fire with the with the powers. It's amazing. It's amazing. I love him. I think you oh, have. You know?
0: uh, I, yeah, I don't know if he's going to come back for that exact same reason, though.
3: Yeah, I think he's
2: done.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think he's gone. Marky Mark, most underrated.
2: Um, I, I originally thought about Vulture, but it seems like he's not underrated. A lot of people love him, so I don't think I need to shout him out. Um, Batman. I, Killian from Iron Man 3, I, I, I thought he was a good villain. In Mark that does movie. not like
0: that pick at all.
2: I, I thought he was a good villain, but that movie is rather uneven. Amazing. So. No, no, Brian, don't get me wrong. Everyone, Brian is the reason I actually really enjoy Iron Man 3 now. Like, check out our Christmas episode. Brian will poof, your mind. Um, so I I actually had Casilius. Am I saying it right from Doctor Strange?
0: On underrated?
2: Yeah. I well, I mean you guys proved my point, just bashing him. I'm like, I thought he was really good. But I think I'm gonna go Mysterio. Um, the guy. <laughs> it has buddy buddy moments buddy buddy moments with um grandmaster it's my
0: <laughs> yeah for those of you listening to the audio only sarah says grandmaster from ragnarok it's my
2: birthday, <laughs> <laughs> my
0: birthday.
2: um but i'm gonna go mysterio just because um i mean the guy literally says like how he's gonna have to kill peter parker and as soon as you say like the sends great Now I've got to kill Peter Parker. Like, it's just like, oh my God, that hurts my heart. So yeah, I'm going to go Mysterio. I think he is arguably the best part of that movie.
0: Esther says Daredevil should be underrated. Uh, Daredevil, um, he's not in the MCU yet. He's also not a villain. So if you mean somebody else, let us know, Esther. Um, But Mark, you led me perfectly into our next topic of the best franchise overall, so you can take the Avengers films if you want, which would include Loki, Thanos, and Ultron. Um, for me, the most just the best franchise of villains comes out of two films: Spider-Man: Homecoming and Spider-Man: Far From Home. The character of Vulture and the story that they tell of Adrian Toomes being scorned by Tony Stark in the Avengers, and then bringing Barf back into it with <laughs> Quentin Beck and Mysterio. The way they pull off both of those villain turns and then actually pulling in Ralphie from A Christmas Story all the way from Iron Man 1 and bringing <laughs> him all the way back as the bartender in Spider-Man Far From Home. The two villains they have as the main villains in the Spider-Man franchise make that the best franchise for villains for me.
2: They should have gave Ralphie a major award and then he wouldn't have become a villain.
0: <laughs> it's a major award.
2: Yeah. What'd you like? Ethan, judging by his Rushmore, I'm gonna
0: say his franchise starts with a T and ends with a. Well, I'm not gonna say Thor. No, <laughs> <The>
2: Thor. <laughs> so,
0: <laughs> oh, no. so truthfully, I really
1: down Spider-Man as well, Vulture, Woo! Mysterio, and and even I know that's not part of the MCU. But if we go back to like the Green Goblin, um, Doc Ock, like those were some of my favorite villains, sort of growing up and and being encompassed in the spider-man universe i really love spider-man he's probably one of my favorite heroes but i also i really enjoy the green goblins probably one of my favorite characters um of all time that you know someone could, could easily <laughs> right exactly um, so yeah spider-man
0: we will get doc ock more than likely in spider-man no way home Probably Electro from Jamie Foxx as well. Mark Valentine, yes. best franchise of villains. The best
3: franchise of villains is the guardians of the freaking galaxy again. That's a good answer too. Uh Ronan, Ego, Yandu, the Collector, the Sovereign, and lest we forget the most menacing gentleman of them all, Taser Face.
1: Taser
3: gotta be the guardians of the galaxy and we're gonna get we're gonna get adam
2: yeah one day hopefully, uh, maybe. yeah
0: i don't think he's in volume three
2: i don't i don't know if he is that might just be a dead end storyline i i mean would we be upset if it was a dead end storyline
0: i don't know if the mcu knows how to write a dead end storyline though (laughs) i mean everything was a dead end until it's not
2: i mean what is the star wars hey anyways um
3: and nebula thank you frankie rosa jr nebula. I've got
2: I've got nebula a little bit later
0: on. Karen. Yes. What's Marky Mark, best franchise of villains.
2: Um I mean you guys said all the ones I was thinking of. I thought about just taking the easy route and putting the Avengers, but I think that's the easy route. Um Guardians, I remember when I thought about that surprised me. Mark, so that's a great answer. Thor I think is an underrated villain trilogy. Um Brian Spider-Man as well. I was like Man, I love Michael Keaton's Vulture. Um, Jake Gyllenhaal as Mysterio I thought was great and on screen it was beautiful. I uh, man, I Mark you, Mark you Mark you need always, to warn us,
0: man. We step on those all the time. I know. Here, Mark, go. That is America's ass.
2: <laughs> oh my god, that's what you you know what that's my villain right there, the Russo brothers and their editing. Um no, um I'm gonna mark you almost changed my mind to Guardians, but I'm gonna go with Brian and uh Spider Man, seeing how like I said, Mysterio is the best part of Far From Home. And I love Michael Keaton as Vulture.
0: You let me down, man. I really was hoping you were going to go Incredible Hulk and Thunderbolt Ross and the Abomination. Like, I, I really was hoping you were going to do I almost do that. said
2: Abomination for um, <laughs> underrated. underrated. <laughs> I, He's
0: coming I, back in She-Hulk, man. I'm like, just shocked oh, so. that none
3: of you, none of you, I thought, Brian, Brian. I listen, I preloaded this for you because I was certain you were going to go with Iron Man
2: so that I could have said,
0: Tony Stark was able to build this in a cave.
2: With a box of scrap! No, I thought Brian was going to go Captain America. He's yelling
0: yelling at Ralphie in that exact same (laughs) scene. But no, Captain America, you led me right back to it. We need to at least discuss the fact that none of us picked Captain America because uh, Hugo Weaving is Red Skull. Robert Redford is Alexander Pierce. Um, Mark talked about it earlier. Bucky is the Winter Soldier. Tony Stark
2: as Iron Man. Zemo.
0: Yeah, Tony Stark is Iron Man. He's a villain. Uh, Blurred Hulk is here. He says underrated Ebony Ma in the Black Order. So, yeah, we we talked about that. The children yeah. of Thanos. Ebony Ma, he's, he's a great character. I really, really like him. He dies really early in Infinity War. I wish yes. he stuck around for a little while yeah. longer in that fight. donut. Give,
3: yeah, we did give Ebony Ma some love earlier on in the episode.
0: Um, can you please pull up Lincoln Maurice? He says Malekith is the best MCU villain. No comments. He Whoa. has to be trolling us. He can't possibly think that. I hope not. not That'd be the, very, very interesting.
2: He's not the best, but I, I wouldn't be upset if he showed up again so that I, I think the dark elves is a good side storyline.
0: He's going to come up later in the, ep- no, let's just do it now. Most forgettable MCU oh, villain, Malekith.
2: Man. <laughs> We'll move most forgettable right now. I'm going to, oh, okay, Is can I go next? Go ahead. Sonny Birch, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Oh, I love Walton Goggins, though. I couldn't do it. He's a good actor. I think he's great, but his character is just like, why, why are you, like, we just needed some fluffs. Like, if you're going to call Whiplash, like, fluff, then, yeah.
0: I See, I, I thought about Ghost from that same film. but See, geez.
2: oh, I have her coming up later.
0: Okay, Mark Valentine, most most her. forgettable.
3: Yeah, I just ghosted her, so I I forgot about her totally. Um, <laughs> Ryan, I'm I'm really sorry. Forgive me. Uh, it's Killian from Iron Man Three. He's my forgettable guy. I had to Brian, look. Up,
2: I Brian, had are to you look upset about, about that? I, I like
3: I like
0: Aldrich Killian. I like Advanced Idea Mechanics, aim just in general. But yeah. Trevor Slattery's my guy. So I mean, it's it's okay.
3: The problem is Guy Pierce is. Uh, I mean,
2: don't say mental, overrated.
3: No way, dude. He's he's amazing. Guy Pierce is amazing. L.A. Confidential, uh, Memento, like he's an amazing actor. I just thought he was wasted. Yeah, wasted as a character. They didn't give him enough to do.
0: Interesting. Ethan, most forgettable.
3: Um, Mark's Mark's probably gonna
1: dislike my answer here, but it's Ronan, the Enforcer. I uh, I (gasps) really wow.
2: Ethan, that thought popped in my mind. Don't don't be.
1: I liked Guardians, but I, yeah. I, in terms of don't a forgetful hate character, I just had a tough time with Ronan. I mean, the guy lost in a dance off, <laughs> like you know. I, I, I don't know. There just was something about him that I, I don't hate forgot it. Forgot about. I oh. do.
0: I hate it. I love. I, I it. love Ronan. I, I love Ronan. I think Ronan and Captain Marvel's fairly forgettable, but he's not really the main villain, so I don't think it. It really counts. Um, Maya says she loves Sonny Birch, so she's coming after you, Mark. I don't know if Maya's ever going to join our show again, but.
2: I would love for Maya to join us again, and I will happily sit back and let her tell me how I'm wrong and be happy that she joined us to tell me I'm wrong.
0: (laughs) Piano Rob joining us in the comments tonight. He says, Jeremy, he says Hawkeye and the first Avengers. That's, I mean, that's. That's forgettable, I suppose. That's true. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Most forgettable, the blue people in the dark world. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> blue
3: man group is in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, let's move on to. And we talk, We just talked about Ghost. I think this is where she might come up for you, Mark. And who shouldn't we necessarily consider a villain that has been portrayed as such? Is don't this where you were talking like about Ghost? You ghosts? know
2: me? This is not, yeah, you was. just said she was coming it up. Is, yeah, it is. okay. Yeah, <laughs> Mark, play something funny. Go. I have famously used her. (laughs) All right. Well (laughs) the choice. Okay, good choice. All right. But yes, Brian. Um I don't think she's a villain. Um Yeah.
0: She's not. She's not. You're you're right. The way that story films. Mark. Uh all right, so
3: villain that's not really a villain, killmonger. Killmonger, good answer. Go he's not really a villain. And I think if, if he had been given more time, I think we would have seen a turn in him.
2: You don't think he would have taken over the world, like his plan? Like
3: no, I I I think he I think he would have taken over the world, but I don't I don't see him as, as a conqueror per se. I, I just I think he I think he wanted to share uh that technology and um I don't know he's He's just Did we
2: watch he's, the same? Movie? Yeah, I was gonna Did say.
3: I watch...
0: didn't think he just wanted to share. Uh, like... he, he's
3: he's a hard he's a hard character because he's so complex. He has had a really rough upbringing. He was alienated from his birthright. He was shunned by Wakanda because of who he was. Um, he, you know, he grew up without a father figure. So it's hard. It's really hard because I think he's a byproduct of of just a really tough upbringing. And I think that this the scene where he meets his father on that celestial plane gives him a lot more depth than just, you know, like a two dimensional. I'm going to take over the world kind of guy. I I saw his mission and his manifesto as I grew up without all of this stuff and you, you shunned me this should be a part of the, like, you know, that this, this should be a part of the world. Um, I don't know, you know, I don't know if maybe I just misread that, but I, I really did. I had a soft spot for him.
1: I don't hate <laughs> the answer, Mark. I, I, I said I just, earlier, I thought Killmonger
3: was one of those that you could sort of root for, because he did have a point. So he was my, he was my fifth and I almost put him on my Mount Rushmore. Because I think he he really can be on my rush more. I really love Michael B. Jordan. I've always loved Michael B. Jordan. But I would love to see Killmonger. I know it's a long shot. He's kind of said it's like a 20% shot that he's going to come back. But I'd love to see Killmonger come back in some form or fashion and get a redemption. I think he deserves it.
2: Why mess with a perfect character story, Art? And no, I Mark, get that. I get that. He he they literally planned all their sleeper cells to overthrow governments yeah i i i don't understand like here's the thing i he's on my mount rushmore villains i love i think he should have possibly won a best supporting actor michael b jordan great guy but that character was so gee that he was going to do some really dark stuff around the world. Like I, I understand he's got a troubled past, but that doesn't give him a freebie. Yeah,
0: I I I agree with that statement. I like uh just because you're I mean, this is gonna get dark real fast. Just because yeah. your wife cheated on you doesn't mean you get to like murder her. I righteous Ooh. righteous right. intention like he he doesn't like. While while I can understand where he's coming from, this is what makes him such a compelling villain. What he was doing was not right. No, but I think
1: what Mark is maybe trying to say is that given more of an opportunity to whether it was with, you know, T'Challa or with someone, a conversation could have been had to turn him over. He thought he killed to the, T'Challa. To the other son. He but, but correct, but he didn't. OK, so moving on, had there been more conversation, you know, when the trains are going by and there's this big epic fight scene, I do think that there could have been an opportunity for a conversation there. And I'm, I'm not one to, t- to, you know, want conversation, but I do think that conversation could have been had where it's like, hey, like, I get it. I know, understand what you're fighting for here, but maybe we can work this out. We can figure it out, you know, as men.
0: Well, and T'Challa comes to that realization too. He says, "Maybe we can still heal you." Like, no, T'Challa is willing to do that.
2: Yeah, Yeah, no, that's. But Killmonger didn't stop the fight and say, "Hey, let's talk about this." He wanted to kill. He wanted to kill T'Challa again while they were fighting because he thought he already (laughs) like, I you guys are trying to redeem him, but literally, Killmonger sees T'Challa and he's like, "Oh, I'm going to finish you off again." They fight again. It was to the death T'Challa being the good man he is, didn't want it to end like that. Killmonger only had one ending in mind to where he wins, becomes king of Wakanda and overthrows governments. Like I, I, I don't, I'm, I'm on
0: your, I'm on your side, but to go to Mark, Mark Valentine's point, we just didn't get a long enough story. His life came to an end and it was a very powerful, meaningful end for that story but if you end Loki after Avengers, we never get Loki's yeah. redemption in any so sort of I, manner.
3: So I we, could, if I could tag back in, yeah, yeah, him, by the same logic, I mean I would use as Exhibit A, I would use Sebastian Stan and I would use the Winter Soldier. He's committed atrocities. He's committed assassinations. He was given the opportunity by Cap. Cap did not give up on him, and because he was brainwashed, of that, brainwashed. <laughs> He was able to redeem himself.
2: He was brainwashed. He was, he was, but he wasn't doing it of a jaded history. He was being mind controlled. And here's like, I let I, him finish. Let him okay, finish. Okay, sorry, let Mark. Him finish. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, Mark. Go ahead. But there was even there was even
3: a point where you know where Cap is like, you know me. I mean, he he didn't he didn't have code in him at that moment. He knew what he was doing. He knew what he was doing. And, and he still chose violence at that point here. My, my point is it's, it's a different kind of, it's not, you're right. He's not brainwashed, but here, my point would be this. He is a byproduct of, of, of a violent upbringing and a violent system. He was brought up and cultivated. It's, it's like, dude, we're, we were so quick. Like we forgave John Walker with his speech of, I am, you built me this way. You made me. And we were like, you know what? Okay, cool. He's got a turn. Like, we'll, we'll let you come back in he smashed the dudes brains out and like said like i'm a byproduct of of the military industrial complex you made me well dude killmonger is the same exact thing he was a soldier that the guy was trained to be a killer and so like he he grew up with a chip on his shoulder he grew up ostracized he grew up he grew up to be programmed to be that killer what Ethan and i are saying is he never got a chance to to finish that story he was killed and when pre- presented with that opportunity, he said, "I just bury me with my ancestors.
2: Just forget you guys, you forgot them. I want you guys to admit right now you are taking a big assumption that Killmonger would have changed who he is, we and are. if he had another chance.
1: Yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying that he, you know, he wouldn't necessarily change. There's there's a very strong possibility that the way that it played out would be the way that it played out, but." To say that they're like, this is like one of those what ifs, like what if Killmonger and T'Challa had one of those types of conversations that, that led to Killmonger who earned his name during the war and he was a a war veteran, you know, so what if,
3: what if? Yeah. (laughs) Well, so so to get, can we, can we circle back for like
0: 30 seconds to say? Let's make, so, it our, let's make it our last 30 seconds just because no, this is an Earth's Mightiest syndrome, Killmonger. And no, 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 syndrome,
2: Killmonger. Can... Is Syndrome in The Incredibles movie misunderstood because he was a boy trying to be a hero and Mr. Incredible was mean to him. So the rest of his childhood was very tough because he wanted to be a hero and idolize Mr. Incredible. But then he grew up to be a misunderstood villain who, if Mr. Incredible would have maybe hugged him and talked to him and let him be Boy. He would have been a hero. No home buddy.
3: I think we, I think we're to circle back to the beginning. Like I was saying, we started this conversation saying, what is it about the MCU's villains that stands out? What is it that makes these villains so much better than, than other franchises out there, specifically the DC ones. We have, we can have a debate like this with Killmonger and it's amazing. We can have a debate like this with several of the characters in the MCU that their villains are not drawn as two dimensional villains who make a menacing speech, have their five minutes to like hatch some kind of scheme and then they get killed. And then it's like, okay, we move on. These are characters that are drawn perfectly. And they have, uh, they have really great backstories. They have rich histories that they are conflicted. So that that's kind of my point is I think that you can make this case with a lot of guys that if given more time, you could really analyze what makes them tick and, you know some of them are not bad some are not bad they're byproducts of of the system i think killmonger falls in that in that spectrum i'm not saying like uh, you know i'm not saying that like ethan was saying you know if we're taking a chance we're just saying hey if his story went further we think he could have made that that turn
0: but even was- like 2014 thanos from guardians and the thanos we get in endgame is a very different character even than what we get in Infinity War, like I'm probably- obviously, I'm not trying to redeem Thanos; he's still yeah. very much a villain. But uh, just just another another way to think about it. But like I said, this isn't Earth's Mightiest Weirdos. Eric Killmonger, unfortunately, uh, but Ethan, who shouldn't yeah. be considered a villain. Did you have Killmonger written down as well?
1: I, I didn't. I actually had written down. I have two. I have Bucky, and I also have Nebula. I think Nebula is sort of a good good case in point here, where. She had opportunities to be the villain. She was, she was very much the bad, the bad guy. And then there are moments where you start to realize that she is on a different path. And you know, obviously, there are two different nebulas at one point working against one another. But I think they both sort of realize that they can be good given in, time. in the in the long right, given a little bit of time. But and, and th- Bucky is also a prime example here. Like he's done awful awful things, but we saw a little bit of redemption, I, I'd i like to think. I wasn't a huge fan of the show, and I, I, I made that pretty clear, but I think also he got a little bit
0: of... Also by wiping his brain a little bit.
1: Yeah. But he was given the time to 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 rectify some of the issues that he's had, and I think with time, similar to Killmonger, I think that with time, uh, he could have been on the same path as a, a, a character like Nebula and Bucky so but I think of the two I think who isn't a villain I think Nebula is the one that sticks out to me I think she and her sister Gamora had within their mind the entire time that at some point they knew this had to stop like sure there were pawns in a really big scheme but I I think that um at the end of the day Nebula is the type of person that I look at and I say portrayed as a villain but not really a villain Bad
3: all guy, right. but not a bad guy.
0: Thanks, Satan. Okay, um, and if you don't get that reference, then I'm not calling Mark Satan. Don't worry. Um, all right, let's let's move on. That was a fun. That was a fun topic. Um, Marky, Marky, ready to move on? You all right? let's do it (laughs) (laughs) let's start let's go back with ethan we'll let mark get a chance to get mentally back into it here when we're talking about we talked last week about a lot coming in the future of the mcu there's several villains that we know that are going to come back in some form or fashion um your most anticipated villain ethan did you have an answer here uh yeah
1: i do i i think it's the easy one for me which is loki um, you know, seeing him come back and, and seeing Owen Wilson and his you know catchphrases, um, I think Loki for me is the one that I've sort of circled and said, All right, MCU's one and one for me right now, like in terms of what they've done since Endgame. So WandaVision hit, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier just really didn't. So they're one and one. Give and them one. credit, man. Really-
0: Spider Man Far From Home was good. They're, they're probably two and one yeah, if you're talking you since are. Endgame.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. Um, so in terms of what I'm looking forward to, I've circled Loki, especially in terms of a villain project that's that's due to come out. So I'm excited
0: for Loki, as I think most of us are.
3: You put a heart in his calendar. He doesn't really know what it means yet.
0: <laughs> right. Not sure. I don't think I answered. By the way, I don't think I answered who we shouldn't consider a villain. I'm absolutely going with Jet Goldblum, the Grandmaster from Thor Ragnarok. He's he's a slave owner and everything. He's not exactly a villain, Actually, uh, but he's god,
2: Oh my god, I can't believe you're saying oh that. God. After I was the only one to speak up about that, and uh, you me out there. I literally put in our little like production message. Like, do people consider him a villain? you left me out there alone to defend him
0: oh no i just i I gave him (laughs) as the example but
3: you could take 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 a ride in his special rocket ship
0: but he is portrayed as the villain even when he gets off in the postcard i love the postcard scene when he comes off the ship and he's like call it a draw so (laughs) mark valentine most anticipated villain appearance
3: Ah, uh, the theme of the night, gentlemen, for me is Guardians of the Galaxy. I am excited for Adam Warlock. He is the very definition of OP. Uh, if we get him, don't uh, count on it. Yeah, if we if we get him, uh, he's been teased in Guardians of the Galaxy two that uh, they were they were setting him up that there Adam is in the the giant golden sarcophagus. But if we do get him, he's cool. He has quantum magic as one of his powers. So I think it would fit because he really has that metaphysical quantum energy manipulation. And that's that's, of course, him in the comics. Sometimes they're not true to form, but it seems like he would fit thematically. Uh, He is a traditional villain of the Fantastic Four of the Guardians of the Galaxy, and he would be a perfect addition to phase four.
0: Marky Mark, your most anticipated villain appearance.
2: Um, my most anticipated, I think, is a fantastic one. I'm looking at Doom for Fantastic Four. I think he is arguably one of the top five Marvel villains of all time. I like that, Marky Mark.
0: Who's uh, Do you have a dream casting for Dr. Doom? Um, If not, that's fine. I just thought you might want to have one I, on the top of your head.
2: I, don't, I feel like you and I have talked so much about, like, off the wall casting for reed richards but i've never i'll come back to me on that i'll I'll throw a name out there randomly at some point
0: bill Hader for real reed richards i want it really really bad
2: Mm. (laughs) Uh,
0: my most anticipated villain of things that we have confirmed is i I don't think there's a better answer for me than christian bale is gore the god butcher Mm and thor 11 thunder i Um, didn't
3: pick him because i knew i knew one of the two of you guys were going to pick him so i tried to be different
0: christian bale's amazing um, I do anticipate him being kind of a one-and-done villain. Rob was here last week. We both talked about it. His name's God Butcher for a reason. Um, I, I'm afraid that means the demise of Thor. I hope not, uh, but we'll we'll see. Um, as for a dream villain, um, I and, and we'll go back around the horn. Marky Mark, we'll start with you, but I'll give mine first. A dream villain, uh, I would love... Henry Cavill to play. Um, oh, Henry come to the,
3: come to the MCU side.
0: Yeah. yeah to play please. Uh, Craven, the hunter in Spider-Man. I think he would be a really good Craven. Um, I also hope that we do get Mark Hamill as rockets creator in guardians of the galaxy volume three. Those are my two dream dream villains to come in the near near-ish future marky mark your dream villain whether it's somebody you would love that has been in the mcu that you want to see come back or just any comic book villain you'd like to see introduced
2: uh, galactus yeah i i wish i had more but um i
0: do you want him introduced with the x-men or do you want him introduced even sooner than that
2: um i <sighs> maybe not the x-men um I don't I don't think that would smoothly work there but you know who am I to decide but um I He's I more think fantastic for it, I guess that's dude, true. that's that's
3: a whole episode right there of like uh, rebooted rebooted Fox Bad Guys that I would like to see That's just it <laughs> I I've
2: that been watching popular. I've been watching Silver Surfer a lot and I'm like man oh god that death cloud what is this lost um I <laughs> Thank you Ethan um <laughs> Ethan, that slow laugh. (laughs) Um, I yeah, just Galactus. I think there's so much potential there. If you could read Marvels and see Galactus's storyline in that, I I think it's a great one.
0: I I agree. Only other than
2: the Silver Surfer storyline there too.
0: Right. Yeah, that uh, Silver Surfer would be so fun. But I my only problem with Galactus is then everybody's gonna automatically make the Thanos comparison, the the ultimate big bad, but I'm, I'm with you. If they can, if they come up with a good storyline, because everybody's looking for the new quote unquote, big bad, the infinity saga was its own thing for a reason. I'm very, very interested. Galactus will come at some point. That's, that's a really good car. Mark Valentine dream villain.
3: So I'm going to, I am going to speculate and I'm going to go and do do the thing that I do best, which is uh, put my foot in my mouth and say, I think I'm going to get this villain because of the nature of the multiverse and the quantum realm Uh, i think we are going to and i want to see kang the conqueror and i think that if there's going to be a big bad for this phase i think it's going to be kang and i'm all in he doesn't have superpowers but because he is a time traveler he manipulates that that knowledge of time to uh to have unnatural abilities and technology that supersedes anything that they have in any given time period
0: would you like me to play spoiler?
3: Kang the Conqueror.
0: Would you like me to play spoiler right now? Sure, go ahead. Kang the Conqueror has been cast by Jonathan Majors, most notably from Lovecraft Country on HBO. Hmm. Um, he is playing Kang the Conqueror. His first appearance is going to be in Ant Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania. Boom.
3: There it hmm. is. There it is. Jonathan Majors is a
0: great actor. That's a great call. He is in the family tree of Reed Richards, actually. I don't so hate that's, it. I'm that's excited. a good one.
3: Dude, Kang is – well, I, listen, Kang is he is such a – he's such a big part of of the Marvel comic book universe. Like he's so well-known. Think, sure. think
0: about Kang and Owen Wilson's character from the TVA just getting on screen at the same time. Yep. It's going to be fun. Ethan. So I had to do a little
1: bit of uh, research on this because I, I, I'm i not a big uh, – comic books but i did write down two uh one of which i'm surprised none of you said but mephisto was supposed to be <laughs> was supposed to be around a lot earlier but suddenly didn't come out so he was he was just kind of like my funny one but i would love to see um and i did a little bit of research like i said about lady death um and her tie-ins with uh Deadpool and, and just being like this big you know uh, maybe I'm not describing it right, but anyway, Lady Death would be interesting. I'd love to see either Amelia Clark or Angelina Jolie uh, take on a role like that. I think that uh, you know,
3: well, Angelina Jolie's would... in the journals, Don't forget.
0: Yep, and Amelia oh, Clark okay. is also spoken for in uh, Secret Invasion, so I think you're All gonna right, lose out on those <laughs> two. You can, you can just steal away. <laughs> no, no, it. no. You're good. I'm just <laughs> kidding around. I don't. I. I wouldn't expect the Lady Death only because Hela was the goddess of death. Yeah. There's a lot of overlap between those two characters. I wouldn't expect it um, but especially in regards to the Deadpool storyline, you're right that would be very very interesting. Um, yeah. The cool thing about like the cool thing about what the MCU is is you threw out two wonderful great actresses. Unfortunately, they're both spoken for in future projects. So I mean yeah. that's that's just that's really cool stuff that's that's really interesting. Um, so well, Brian, gentlemen yeah
2: I got I have three off of top of my mind for doom. Oh yes, um, Justin. Oh, oh man, Th- Thoreau, Thoreau, Thoreau. Yeah, Jennifer I Aniston's think... husband. Are no, they're not. They never got married. No, Jennifer Aniston's whatever he is almost was. Yeah. Um, Taron Egerton from Kingsmen. No. no, I don't
0: see that either. Elton John and at... Doctor Doom stuff. No, I'm good.
2: Oh man, like he's him. done. He's done other stuff. Okay, you don't um, like him at all.
0: No,
3: I don't like him at all.
0: Watch Eddie the Eagle. He was good in that one.
2: Yes, I'm gonna. Here's one way off the wall. You ready? Daniel Radcliffe. Really? Uh, You need to watch something other than Harry Potter.
3: I saw him in Equus, dude. I've I've seen enough of uh, Uh, (laughs) Daniel Radcliffe.
2: Yeah, but he was like. He was still yeah. Like watch watch some of his darker movies. He can bring it. Watch Green Room. I don't think I've
0: seen anything. How about Tommy Wiseau? Oh, oh hi, Reed.
2: All right, so everybody. Much. Thank you, oh, so so Earth, you so much for joining us on Earth. you so much.
0: On Earth's mightiest weirdos this week. Ethan, we've got the Wolf of Main Street. Are we going to have a podcast tomorrow? Yes, we will. Perfect. Mark Valentine, what's going on in this Diz Life land?
3: Uh, we have Kirk from Walrus Carp, and we have Babu's freaking podcast coming up this week as well.
0: Babu's freaking podcast—that was a fun one to record. UWF is coming out hopefully Wednesday. Um, I'm my plan is to finish editing that this evening, and we'll get it out Wednesday morning. Anything else going on in UWF
2: land? Um, no. I mean, check out Justin Die—he did our intro for UWF Plus coming up soon. So, great guy, great music. And then check out John McKeever. He's doing some artwork for some of our Unite We Fan shows. So, a lot of good Disney artwork for all you Disney fans out there. I'll
0: wrap it up with a comment from Piano Rob says last category best hair tonight. Ethan wins. He was on
2: yes. point. Oh you my gentlemen. God. He is on fleek uh,
0: for the children.
2: For the, chi- for the children.